Hello and welcome to I Spit On Your Grades Top 10 of the Year 2022. I am Chris, as always. I am joined by Ho 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 and Faye. Oh, <laughs> oh I get it. Ho. Ho. Hello. Right, as I say, we're here for the end of the year, not the end of the world, the end of end of year review, our top 10 of 2022. Yes, we are. We spent many champagne corks popping, cans opening, because for a Christmas miracle, we're all in the same room. We are. The first time in God knows how long. Mercer, how was your Christmas? Christmas was fantastic. Thank you very much. I cooked dinner. I uh, ate dinner. I uh, slept. It was great. I've just had lots of cheese right now, courtesy of the uh, Ellis's, which was fabulous. We like to provide cheeses for our guests. I know. Everyone who's everyone who provided a song for five-star reviews or our review section has always commented on the abundance of cheeses. They've always gone away with something. <laughs> the little baby cheeses. <laughs> baby bells. Hey, how was your Christmas? As if it, I don't know. It, it was all right, I guess. Yeah, no, it was sound. It was chill. It was very chill. Um, made the parents cook so that we didn't have to, which was fantastic. Played some games, drank some beer, ate some banging pork. I will not stop going on about this pork. It was the best pork I'd ever tasted. The best meat I've ever had in my mouth. I don't know how to brag with it. <laughs> I think we also already need to put an apology out there to all the vegans. Because uh, <sighs> all we've done is talk about meat and cheese. I'm so I'm sorry, vegans. You know I'm so sorry. You know what's really great? Meat and cheese. It, meat and cheese <laughs> is great. Like, I mean, I think that is the one non-selling point of being a vegan, is all the meat and the cheese. <laughs> to be basically everything a vegan stands against is the pretty, one selling pretty point. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> well, let's not delve into this. No, but all I'm going to say is if you can get me some vegan-type, vegan meat substitute that tastes as good as that pork, I'm willing to try it, you know, but I'm doubt, I'm doubtful. I don't know, you get some bacon, which is just the price, you know, a bacon sandwich or a bacon sandwich should not cost the same as a four-star holiday abroad. We're not slating <laughs> vegans here, obviously, that's not what's happening. No, just your products and beliefs. <laughs> Anywho, let, let, us, let us move forward. Yes, let's. So, top ten of the year. Faye, I know you've seen our top ten because obviously I was in the house while we've been working on it. Uh-huh. Mercer hasn't been made aware of the top ten yet. All our votes have been verified, signed, signed off, signed, sealed, verified vote. Independ- independent adjudicator. <laughs> the dog. The dog. <laughs> the dog poor printed every one of his selections. He did, bless him. He's, he's took it out now. All that all that admin work. I know, bless, working, working him like a dog. <laughs> he literally just moved his paw as well to go, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. So, essentially, we've just ranked our, we've ranked our ten best each, and then we've just calibrated how they've landed across the top 10 to give us an overall spit grades top 10. Nothing too complicated. We don't want to go into ridiculous 
scoring systems. No. Are we ready to get started? Are we all sitting comfortably? Yes. Yes. Right. Before before we do, there's, I'm not going to have many. I'm not going to have many honourable mentions. I'm going to have one honourable mention. That's no, only no. no no this. Hear, no. hear me out first. This first, is unfair. Uh, hear me out first. Not my choice. There's a film that all we we enjoyed. It came joint points with our tenth place, and only missed out because two of us had it had it lower. No, one of us had yeah. Two of us had the one that made number ten higher than the one that missed out. So I think it's only fair for a film that got exactly the same points to get a mention. And and two of the list it was on, or the first list it was on was yours. Oh no! So you know, <laughs> mention then. Um, yes, if it's one of mine. It was the one we saw at Fright Fest. It was Next Exit, which <gasps> now narrowly missed the top ten. I'm not doing this episode already. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh, you wait. You I'm wait. Good. Oh man. You wait until you find out what is missing from this list, and feel my wrath. <laughs> Ah. But yeah, we really enjoyed Next Exit when we saw it. Was really when we good. saw it. Oh, I'm really sad by that. Can we revote? <laughs> <laughs> so just people will wait while we re while we just rig the vote in. Just go off it's and make fine. yourself a cup of tea. We'll be ten minutes. Don't oh worry. no, no, that's that's quite sad. Anyway, yes. Anyway, but yeah, I thought it deserved a mention. Okay, and number ten was X. At number 10! Inside voice. So sorry. <laughs> At number 10? At number 10. Number 10. Wow. Was X. Um, X wasn't even the best in this franchise for me oh, this year. Oh, God. So. No, I, I, like, I like Pearl. I love Pearl. I mean, nothing really happens in X till the, till the end of it. I like, but... I like the idea of X. Like, the first time I watched it, I really didn't get on with it. Um, I think it was genuinely just overhyped by people. But the second time I went in, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Also, I think, you know, as a cumulative top ten, if it made it into the top ten, then we must have put it in the top ten across all three at some point or somehow. So maybe we shouldn't criticise these films and let's just celebrate them. Because yeah. it was really high on my <laughs> No, but that's no not... X, I think H, I thought X was great. I think it was a good return to form from Mr. West. It's better than some tomatoes in a toilet, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I think, um, you know, it had some stellar performances. I think it was my introduction, really, to Jenna Ortega, who I oh, think yeah, yeah. Um, has had a, a magical oh, 2022. Oh, incredible this year. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I really did think it was a re return to form. Mia, Mia Goth is something pretty special, I think. As, as this role, I, I think she slays. Absolutely. And, you know, Britney Snow as well. Britney Snow's amazing in it. Britney I love Snow. her. And Britney Snow's made some really poor career choices in her time. I don't know. Uh, she did Hairspray, and Hairspray is pretty genius. She did Prom Night. Oh, she did so, Prom Night, you know, yeah. You know, swings and roundabouts. Well, yeah, yeah. And this is a good return to form for good her return to form. Yeah. I think, oh, I'm glad. Happy. Happy mm. for H to be number 10. As, yeah. as a buyer. As an aside for Jenna Ortega, I saw an article earlier where she was saying with the plot, the plot and the violence and the gruesomeness of Scream 6 means that no one will notice that Sydney isn't there. Oh. 
Ooh, I'm not sure whether that was the right thing to say, Brother Ortega. Um, take X off the list and let's cancel this woman. Whether whether she is just thrown out... I think she's out. trying to take the sting off, yeah. maybe. I mean, whether she is thrown out the pie line to say, oh, let's throw them off the scent, or Sydney's not... I think that's what it's going to be. it's completely right that... Everyone would go, no, no, there's secret. She's definitely on there when she's not on the cast I, list. I absolutely we'll think... We'll find that she's actually just not there. I think that Sydney's going to be in it. I honestly it thought it was going to be... I thought it was a massive publicity stunt. Yeah, I think it's going to be And she was still... going to rock up in the film, maybe dead. Maybe, yeah. Or as Ghostess. She's, I mean, she might. <gasps> she might just snap. Oh, my God. Or she might be Billy's mum. No, that won't work. <laughs> that won't work. No, because then that brings in a whole incest storyline. Yeah. That it's back to the yeah. future. Yeah. <laughs> back to Woodsboro. Anyway. Anyway, yes, X, X number ten. Worthy, worthy positioning. In at number nine. You're not my mother. I. Oh. I really enjoyed you. Are not my mother. I. Yes. Sorry, you wanted me to go, yes, I am, then. I did what do you asked Do you want to do it that. again? Go no, because I don't want to have to do the editing work for it. <laughs> okay. This, is, this was another one. I think... Um, I loved this film. Yeah, when I watched great it. film. I was film. literally, like, stunned, blown away by... I thought, like, the performances were all really understated, mm. but really effective. Mm-hmm. Um, the end scenes ridiculously cool yeah um the, well i said the end scene like preview the, the final act the final act yeah. is great i think hazel hazel dupe hazel dupe i'm not really sure how to pronounce the 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 lead actresses the young girls i mean don't name. look at me for guidance because i don't know her so. i thought <laughs> i thought she was absolutely fantastic i think kate dolan as a writer director really brought something special absolutely. to the table with this film and I'm hoping that whatever we see her do next is going to live up to, to what she put out there with mm. this. Well, I can't... I, I enjoyed You're Not My Mother. The only issue I have with it, and it's not just this film, can no director get bullying on screen anything other than some kind of ridiculous caricature? I quite liked the bullying kids in this. I- from, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I like... I thought they were quite vicious. I kind of like the way that um, one of the bullies was clearly, like, she almost felt like the instigator of the bullying, mm. but then almost but then wasn't. Like, yeah. she almost also reached out to this girl when she realised... She know, took it too far. Yeah. yeah. And you could see, like, almost, like, the parallels between their lives. I see she was quite miserable. She was quite miserable. So... Yeah. I mean, See, I guess that just goes to show that everybody's human and you can make a connection whether that's your bully or not. Fair enough, because I've always feel their bullies come across like they're written by Grange Hill. Well, how, how would you write a bully? I'm not doing their job. Be be the be the uh, vision you want, Christopher. If you want it, you need to write it. Okay, but at this moment in time, I'm not in the same way that I'm not... I can criticise... Darwin Nunes for not putting the ball away against Villa last night. But I'm not playing up for, for Liverpool on the weekend. I'm so sorry. I can I criticise just, without... I just zoned out. I can, you can critique without needing to do. Or else, what's the point of critics at all? Not that we are playing French critics, right? Did you see my eyes glaze over? I can, just, I can just sit here and say everything's amazing about every film on the list I'm if you just, want. No, I'm, all I'm saying is that I've, I think it's... It's harder to write a bully than you would imagine because everybody's experience. Well, clearly, they're showing it is difficult. 
Wow. I'm, I'm beginning to think maybe this is Chris's bottom ten of the year, because all he's done is criticise. Let's wait until we get to one of his films. Let's wait. Let's wait. Anyway. Anyway. Number eight. Worst of the year. No, sorry, best of the year. <laughs> Number eight. One we saw at Celluloid this year. Ben Steiner's Matriarch. Loved this film. Loved it. Love me a folk horror. I do. Yes, I do. And I thought it was brilliant. Go on, Mass. What did you think? Did you <laughs> you not try reviewing it without critiquing it in any way, shape or form? Let's just say that this managed to make the top ten and I really don't understand how. <gasps> This really, really good. It was a lot. It was a lot, a lot it of was, fun. It was a brilliant story. It was well acted out. I love Kate Dickey in everything she does. She's amazing in everything she does. But this in particular, she was fantastic in. And I really liked a return to English folk horror, which is rarely seen. She's great. Jemima Rupert was great. She the, was great. Yeah. As as Ben Stein said, the the he tried really hard to get the balance between horror. And the comedy aspect, right? I thought and that I mean, worked does. perfectly for me. I thought that scene where they were in the church was batshit, and I'm glad that it got the recognition it did when it came out because I saw a load of people tweeting about it. Don't get me wrong; I don't think it's a bad mover. Mm. Um, I think it's it's fine. I think there's some really cool moments in it. Um, I like. I I guess part of what I liked about it was actually listening to uh, Ben Steiner talk about some of the um, challenges that they faced mm. behind the, the filming and some of the, you know, the way that they changed things. I, you know, it's a it's a fine film. I really enjoyed it. Fine. Um, just, it, it was always going to come in my top ten of the year. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, it's good. I, th- I thought the tension in the, um, in like the, the greenhouse... Yeah, we definitely spoke about it far too much already. Let's move on. <laughs> it's got one of the best lines of the year as well. Oh my god, what was the line again? We don't want to ruin it for anyone. I, uh, because none of us remember the line. I remember, I remember the none line. None of us remember the line. Let's but, just go to IMBD quotes and see what but, it says on there. I know, I know, I know. They were they were saying, or people come out saying it's spoiled it because everyone's been using it in the reviews for it. So letterboxed and everywhere, which completely ruins having that good a line in the first place. If everyone's just gonna ruin the impact of let's it. Let's not let's not ruin it again for those who haven't seen it then. No, exactly. Let's let them enjoy yes. basket its greatness. Next one then, if we're ready to move on. Yeah. Number seven film we've seen Twice this year, I believe, so far. Possibly three times. It is Hypochondriac. Oh, good choice. I expected that to be Lower higher. down the list than I expected. Yeah. 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 I feel Chris has done some fiddling in this no, little I top don't, ten. I don't think he has, no. Uh, Hypochondriac is stunning and devastating emotionally traumatic, whilst also being quite fun in places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got. Um, I think this does a really good job at balancing kind of like the the horror, uh, 
kind of horror aspect with like you know the mental health aspect with the comedy um it never really you know tips the balance too much comedically but yeah. it does introduce because i do think this is one of those films where you need um, you need some, a little bit yeah, of release absolutely. from what's going on on the screen. Not not to draw upon my personal experience, but I am. Um, the Hypochondriac and Midsummer are the only two films I've seen where it's an accurate portrayal of a panic attack. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah, other films tend to get it wrong, but this and Midsummer just did it perfectly. But I think with this one, because it's semi-autobiographical mm. from Addison Hyman. Um, obviously, I think... Who is full of energy, by the way. He is a... Jump, he is a uh, <laughs> he yeah, is he's a bit... Of energy. He's a larger-than-life character. He's intense. Really I is. love him. I love him. I do think that, you know, because this is something he went through, yeah. he will have wanted that representation on screen to... Nailed it. ...to come across. Mm. And uh, Zach Villa, who's in the film as the lead... Well, incredible. Uh, an amazing, amazing performance from him. It's so likable. That's, I think that's that's the thing because you. I mean, obviously, no matter no matter who you had playing lead, you'd have sympathy for them over what they'd gone through and what, how they were battling it. But as you say, he is just seems just such a nice guy, such a likable lead. Yeah, you really do. You really, really do feel for him. He is. He does feel like he's so cheesy, but he does feel like he's like someone you would have in your friendship circle. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Like you, no one wants to be friends with you. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad this made the top ten. I mean, Absolutely, it was yeah. probably inevitable that it was. Yeah, the top 10. yeah. But, and I imagine most people have seen yeah. Out of Conjure right now because it it did the festival circuit, and uh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yes, it was very high. It was high on my list at Fright Fest. Really, really good. Number six we are on now, boys and girls. Steaming. Tearing through. So, right, Mercer's got to get home to bed, so we will, uh, he's full of cheese and has to get home still, so we will tear through this as quickly as we can. We won't keep going for hours once we get the top five. This one, we saw, it for, we saw this at Fright Fest. Military grade security operation, it seemed, on the way through the doors to yeah. actually go and watch this film. And a director who absolutely refused to entertain that his film could be compared to any other film, even though it clearly is. Mm-hmm. And of course, it is Barbarian. Barbarian, which we also saw at Celluloid as the secret film yep. this year as well. I like Barbarian. I loved Barbarian. I love, um, I love the tonal shift. Yes, in the film, um, it does start. It it does genuinely almost feel like a rom com to start with. <laughs> um, I feel like we're going down a Hallmark rom com advert uh, advert path, and we have that tonal shift. And I just want to say, Justin Long. I love Justin Long. Just Justin Long. Justin Long in everything, bless him, in, in everything. I mean... He's a screen king, he's a natural screen king. In this film, I just, I I, I adore, his character's... An arsehole. He's an arsehole <laughs> that doesn't think he's an arsehole, he's trying to be nice, but doesn't really know how to be nice because he's an arsehole, because inherently, that's what he is. It's, it's almost like they're making some sort of, you know, social commentary 
about the way that Justin Long is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, this cast was like Bills, Skarsgård, Georgina Campbell. Yeah. Amazing. And I think everyone literally nails the performances. And um, I think, I don't know if you agree, like, the first time you watch this film, you are like, what the fuck? It was fun to watch with an audience who had no yes. idea what was happening. Watching it again with other people and seeing their what the fuck yeah. reactions and you're like, I knew this was coming. <laughs> and I'm so glad that nobody really worked it out. I, I like... Um, I like it comes out of nowhere. No one, anyone who said, oh yeah, I saw that was going to happen. No, absolutely not. And you know, the, the director didn't want to compare it to Malignant, but it is very much on the same level as Malignant in terms of Left turns, where yeah. it goes and shit. But I, I love the comedy aspect of this as well. I think the scene where Justin Long is measuring up how much space he can yeah. get extra in the house, it carries on for eight. It's almost slapstick. It really gets me that scene. I love it. Yeah. I think, um, not to speak ill of anyone, so the director's like, Gregor, I just wish when he introduced the film at Fright Fest mm. that he didn't underplay like the work that went into it. Do you know, like you were like, oh, it were, I just sat in my garage and knocked out a weekend. Yeah, yeah. knocked out for a weekend. It felt almost dismissive, but then I don't know whether that might have been part of the ploy. Probably. To, for, you know, when you actually watch it and go, I mean, if you're not missing a weekend, man. Like, I'd love to see what you did if you really applied yourself. It's, it's, I mean, if, if it is, it's a weird tactic to take because there have been plenty of trailers for Barbarian before. Because I've been looking forward to Barbarian for a long time before seeing it at yeah. Fry Fest. The trailer came out quite early, so weird. No, weird yeah, angle to take. Definitely, definitely a good good film. Yeah, deserves to be in there, absolutely. What number was that? Number six? That was number six. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh, we're nearly in the top. We're top we're, <laughs> we are moving into, moving into the top. Five. I literally voted for none of these films. <laughs> not any of them in the top. Maybe, maybe none of yours are coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going yours in front of me, Mercer. So maybe I did lose your list. Is this just yours and Faye's top ten of the year combined? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Number five. Sissy. Oh, <gasps> chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. I mean. Again, I, I knew this was going to be in our top ten. Like, we all loved it. Mm -hmm. Kind of shocked it's number five. There's been that so low. many horrors this year that yeah, have been I, incredible. I don't know why, but I just thought this was going to be, like, in the top three. Okay. Um, I loved it. It was one of my films of Fright Fest. I think it, I think it was probably my film. Yeah, my film of Fright Fest, to be honest. We need to get Aisha D in everything. Absolutely, she is amazing. She's a brilliant actress. She's, I don't want to reduce it, but stunning to look at. Absolutely stunning. Like, you, you kind of mesmerized. I by know, I, do you know what? I know what you mean. Like, you don't want to boil it down. I don't want to, to objectify yeah, anybody, but she's but a beautiful looking she lady. She is mesmerizing. Yeah. But I also think that Hannah Barlow, who also co wrote, mm. co directed um, the film, like, there was like. Again, I think it's the likability of these people. Well, I mean, for Hot Bar One, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the the Alex Alex comes across as quite a bit of a dick. Oh, she's my favourite. I thought she was the loveliest character of the book. I, I love the dynamic that they play throughout this film in yeah. terms of the friend group because you do think Cecilia is going to be the 
downtrodden, bullied one. And again, this takes a, a wonderful turn of events. Yeah, and it's interesting that it's because you know it's a, it's about social media mm-hmm. as well, and that kind of like what we present versus what we are. Yeah. Um, and in 2022, it's interesting that we were still getting films made like that because this has been like you know. Typically, I would might have gone a eh, bit old hat in it, like a social media film. Oh, look at influencer! We've been doing this since like 2018, but this, like, I felt like it was fresh. I think in terms of, I, I think a lot of this thing is is a lot more mainstream than you think it is. Still, I, I think you see it normally. The social media is played with a much darker undertone as well, whereas mm. this is. I mean, it's got it's got things it wants to say. But this veers wildly into slapstick over points. It does do a little bit slapsticker. Yeah. But again, you know, as far as comedy horrors go, I think this kind of nails. Yeah, as I say, it's just. I say that's probably though why it feels fresh because I say normally if it's stuff like Megan is missing or the John Cho one where his daughter goes. Yeah, goes searching. Searching, Searching, which I love, absolutely adore. But then, in our top ten, <laughs> there's going to be a sequel though to Searching. So I'm very much. Bad. Who knows? <laughs> Still looking. Still looking. Still looking. <laughs> um, I think we said it at the time, um, but bears repeating that Sissy makes a beautiful double bill with Tragedy Girls. One hundred thousand percent. Absolutely. One hundred, and I, we were so frustrated because when she was talking about what influenced her. Um, she never mentioned Tragedy oh. Girls, and then we said to her, I, I think outside, mm. like, oh, it felt like Tragedy Girls, and she went, oh my god, why did I not say that? Like, <laughs> such a massive influence yeah. on the film. Um, and it, oh, I kind of want that now, I kind of want to just do Sissy and Tragedy Girls, forget this top ten, <laughs> and let's move on to Sissy let's and Let's just Tragedy go watch Girls. these films. But no, this is definitely, um, Shudder. Shudder. It's on Shudder, yeah. Get it watched. Get it watched. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely worth checking out. Which takes us to number four. Oh. I know, we're getting, it's getting exciting now, isn't it's it? It's getting exciting. I'm nervous. Because <laughs> I don't know what's coming. She's sex tape. It was horrific. This this film okay, it is lower than I actually put in, put in my top ten without running, through my, without running through the whole list. This may be the most fun Watching a horror movie in a big screen late at night could possibly ever be. It's Deadstream at number four. I love Deadstream. Most looks confused. I've never seen Deadstream. It is hilarious. It's fun. It's gory. It's jumpy. It's silly. It's hilarious. It's misplaced in this touch. Absolutely <laughs> I don't, not. I've never seen no, it. That, absolutely not. That shows how high it came in my mind and phase list and it managed, managed it to work num- its number way. number two on my original It one, was I number believe. two on mine yeah. as well, I think. Um, it's, it's amazing. I, it's, it's, it's your typical, you know, found footage going into a ghost house thing, but it just feels so different to everything else. It's played so well and as a character... He's, he's kind of, a bit of a douche, but yeah. likeable. I mean, saying about the social media and Sissy, this is shot for a whole U- for a YouTube channel. The whole 
film is shot that he's broadcasting it, it on does, YouTube. He does come up with ways, though, to do the filming that are inventive. So yeah. he actually says, I'm setting up a camera here. This is this cam. This is this cam. So you, you're not just stuck on one, one, um, one cam the whole time. It no. moves around and it makes it... it you know, it switches it up. We should say it's from writer, director Joseph and Vanessa mm. Winter. Incredible. Uh, yeah, because they're both in it, aren't they? She's the fan who turns up, I no, believe. Oh, she not? He's in it. Melody Stone is Chrissy. Oh, I thought it was. Sorry, I thought it was her that turned up. No. Um, but yeah, it, it, it feels very digging up the marrow. It's got that kind of fun element about it. It's, me. it's social media evil. It's social media evil dead. Yeah. It's splatterific. It's t it's genuinely <laughs> tense and scary in places. Absolutely hilarious. And he, as the fallen YouTube star douchebag, is absolutely both lovable and an absolute dick. But acts in a way that you'd expect, so it doesn't go around really being a hero. Just gets shit up and screams a lot, like we all would. Is it worth me um, ditching like an hour and a half of work tomorrow to watch it? Yes, absolutely. Yes, undoubtedly. Yeah. Might do that though. Do it. I didn't know you could do that. Are you I not? You I know? can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> That's why I'm asking if it's worth it. Is it worth my job, basically? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. If, on... if you get fired, go see him. I'm sure he'll pay you wage. It's on Shudder as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I've just, I've just checked that so that I can watch it while I'm working yeah. tomorrow. It's so good, honestly. Let us know what you think, as long as it's brilliant and you love it. Else, I mean, I'm not sure I can take it. I do all the I, film. I already have the feeling that it's not going to be the film for <sighs> me, um, because um, of how much you're raving about it, Chris, and you've got the worst taste in <laughs> films. So I'm kind of, I'm joking, you know. But you know, check it out. I will check it out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we loved it. Number three, top three. Exciting. Exciting. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we well, see many birds. I'm genuinely surprised by this list, by the way, because I've forgotten what we wrote down. Okay. So I am literally just going with the flow right now. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Number three. Appropriate with it being Christmas time. This was Eric Pennycoff's yeah. written, directed, The Leech. Sexy priest. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Graham. Again, shouldn't objectify, but hot priest. But how can you not objectify a hot priest? <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Such a good film. I adore it. I've only I've only seen it twice. Uh, once at Celluloid and once at Fright Fest, but I believe it's on Shudder now. I think it? it's on Shudder again, yeah. yeah. And then we picked up. It's Arrow released it. Oh, is it Arrow? Yeah. Okay. Um, it is essentially, and to be fair, I didn't really make the connection until it had finished, but it is essentially Tom and Jerry from Inside Number Nine. This loner moves, loner, this loser, uh, basically moves into this priest's house and takes it over and makes it his own and brings his pregnant girlfriend in. And they wreak havoc and get him drunk and on drugs and get him to have anal sex. And it's fucking great. It's a brilliant, brilliant film. Mm. What are you thinking at? You loved it. Mm. I mean, you know, yes, it was obviously in my top ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I really, really enjoyed The Leech so much more 
then I thought I would. It just feels like a dirty little yeah, film, doesn't there, it? There, there is elements of like dirtiness to mm. it and 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 campiness to it. Yeah, um, gritty. Grit, it's, and, yeah. yeah, it's like a gritty, campy, dirty. It's like, like Christmas hasn't been washed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Santa hat, Santa hat that someone's coming. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like jacking off in someone else's cum. It's, it's, it's like Dan Aykroyd's um, suit in training places, yeah. full of muck and ham and you know puddle muck. <laughs> puddle muck. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like dog jizz in your eye. It's there's just something wrong about it. We love it, that, but you really like it. <laughs> It's a fantastic film. It's my very, very favourite ever Graham Skipper. Absolutely, absolutely. Ever. He slayed that film. I mean, Jeremy Gardner's pretty fucking great with it as well. Jeremy Gardner is brilliant. I mean, he's, anything yeah, he's, he's ever great. Been. Yeah, but um, it's it's just a next level douchebag in this. Everyone's perfect, pitch mm. perfect. Um, I love it. I'm it's so great. glad it's number three. It's so great. I'm glad it made the top three. Absolutely. Are we ready to move on to number two? Number two, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, oh, was that a hidden fear? I don't know, but the dog's ears just went because he thought we were saying hello in dog. It number didn't two. really, I'm joking. <laughs> number two. We know, we love the person who made this film. They may disown us for not voting it number one on top of our list. It is the Harbinger at number two. Incredible. And you know, I'm just looking at the Harbinger on IMDb and it's just straight down as horror. You know how some of them get yeah. horror drama? This is horror. Straight and it is horror. horror. It's fantastic. Got some kick ass oh. jump scares that people like, you know, I've heard, I've heard people talking about them jump scares. And especially at festivals, like even some of them are hard and mm. like fun. Unless you're like, Mark Logan, then you jump at anything. But sorry, well, Mark, yeah, but yeah. Some of the, some of the most hardened fans were jumped at this film. I think this film is incredible. I think Gabby Beans mm. um, as Monique Umo, um and however. Emily Davis as well. She as the you know as the one who's afflicted. As a friend, yeah, yeah as Mavis. Um, but yeah, I think this this has it all. This film it does. it does have genuine scares, atmosphere, atmosphere, a really good story, an um, organic story. It doesn't um, do too many fake hearts. No, mm-hmm. and I'll say it: Tom blue in the face and dead. Andy Mern, hands down, out of any writer in any genre, writes the best relationships, the Absolutely most realistic does. ones. Anyone puts pen the paper on the thing the thing about the harbinger is a lot and i know we've said it before and again we're just repeating ourselves but what's wrong with that it it manages to do the whole lockdown scenario so realistically that other films were yeah maybe forcing it too much yeah but this just felt like another way of life and it it was like this is it's a COVID film without it being a being COVID, a COVID film. film yeah. It's like, that is just the reality. Mm-hmm. They don't, it's not even like, you know, they refer back to... Well, that in, it, that, that in itself is kind of a traumatic element of the film because the minute you see them washing food 
and saying, is it safe for us to touch? And you've not got your mask on. Mm-mm. That takes you back to go, shit, that is how we were. And that is what we were doing God, two years think, ago. In like 30, 40 years time, when people watch this film, they're going to be like, wow. It's going like, to be another world. Yeah, but the paranoia that surrounded everyone's actions when COVID first dropped, like I, I would getting paranoid about touching my family and friends. I didn't touch a lot you of didn't people even for touch months. for a while, did you? Well, no, I had to do that. <laughs> but no, I, the, the only person I touched for months were Chris. <laughs> that were it. I didn't and touch he my was praying to get COVID so that you didn't have to deal with that. Um, I was making fake, fake news updates saying you weren't yeah. allowed to touch anyone. <laughs> We're drawing COVID test on paper. I've, I've got it. I've got it. I'm done for. I'm done. For. I was licking strangers in the street. <laughs> no, but I remember one time we went up to do a shopping, and the shopping was round the block because everyone was queuing to get in because there was. I think they were staggering how many people you could let in, and I got my hand on this trolley, and I, we were out in the open, so I wasn't wearing my mask, and I went up and I just went to move a hair out of my mouth, and the fear. That was instilled in me instantly. I'm like, oh my god, I've caught it because someone's going to have touched this. No, genuinely, I was freaking out. And this film brings a lot of it back. So you've not only got the nightmarish element of this, you know, I'm not even a demon. This harbinger in your dreams coming for you. You've also got that element of something that we have collectively all lived through, and it adds to it. It totally elevates it. And I can't wait to see the harbinger again. It's amazing. Twice is not enough. It is not. There you go. Brewing film, absolutely adore it. And I'm worried about number one. Andy Man knocking it out of the park again. I can tell you what isn't it, number one. Go on then. Well, no, we'll discuss that after. We'll discuss after. I'm ready for this argument. <sighs> I, can, I can tell you the one, on the, the one that came number one didn't even feature on Mercer's top ten of the year. It's only the fact that me and me and Faye both rated it as our <gasps> number one mm. film of the horror film of the year. Yeah. That Don't look so came. worried, Mercy. Don't I look so worried because I know what it's gonna be then. I just don't I honestly don't understand how it works, but it's okay. number one. Okay. I'll let's I'll explain it to you off 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 oh, air. You'll have to explain it to me off oh, air because oh. this is a fucking fix. <laughs> <laughs> I'll break it down. I'll break it down for you, Mercer. I have one, one of my films in this top ten. That's not true. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care to know. If I realised I made an error with the score and we just recorded an entire episode, this will have to go out as an hour-long blooper. Go ahead. Anyway. Number one. Best horror film of 2022. The film that reduced... An entire cinema screening to sobbing mess. Puddles. Puddles. Absolutely reduced everyone to puddles, mess, sobbing, crying, wailing. It is, of course, Shane Brady's Breathing Happy. Yeah. I need to um, put my hands up and tell you both something. Yeah. So, when I was doing my list... Basically, what I did is I went to my diary on that box mm-hmm. and I filtered it to um, 2022 and horror. As, oh, okay. So when you do that, this film oh. disappears off the list. <laughs> oh. 
Right. Which is why it wasn't in my top ten. But would you have put it in your top ten? I would have put it in my top okay, ten. Okay, okay. Uh, One thousand percent. Right. Would okay. have put it in my okay. top ten. Um, my worry was, should I be putting my number one film of the year? as this based on the fact that it caused me emotional damage just is your reason for it to and, be a number one and yes I'll say the fact that there's very few films that reduce me to this level of absolute state and Toy Story Toy Story 3 and Inside Out apparently not eligible for the top <laughs> top 10 horror films of and the Toy year and Toy Story 4 as well then. and Toy, Toy Story, Story 4. 4 as well sorry yeah all of them not eligible to be on horror films of the year. So, breathing happy, I say to reduce, reduce me to an absolute state by its sheer beauty and just heart, absolute heartbreak. The, the thing is with Breathing Happy is that everybody took up... You, you could take away something different from that film mm -hmm. in terms of bawling your eyes out. There were no, if, if one part didn't hit you, another part was going to, and it did. It just happened to hit more of us on some occasion than others. It, it, is a, it is a tough, tough, but very rewarding yeah. watch. And... Um, yeah, just, I, I don't. I don't. Just, you know, just, I just again, I just need to remind everyone that this is one of my highest rated films of this year. Yeah. Um, and again, it's a complete missight that it's not in the top ten because I because bloody letterbox just has it down as a drama. It does. I I believe it falls under the it, horror horror genre, and it played at a horror festival. Yeah. So. Um, played at, sorry, we didn't even mention where played Soho Horror Soho. Festival. Uh -huh. So that that's I think that's the first for our first of the year coming from Soho. Well done, Mitch. Well done, Mitch. Thank you for making us all fucking cry. <laughs> yeah, thank you yeah. for fucking damaging us and, for and life. Thank you, Mister Bloody Brader. Yeah. For, for wait for watching us all cry and then saying no, it's just going to get worse for you. And it did get worse. <laughs> <laughs> it twice got yeah. worse. Don't make it. chickens, kids. Don't, don't think you're over it yet because I'm going to make it even. That is something. Yeah, comes out going. Because they'll go, hey, 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 don't stop watching. This is going to upset you in a se second. I will say, um, it's honestly, I think, like, as, as far as, sometimes I think experiences mm. um, are, are, like, just as important as the film. And the experience of, like, feeling myself starting to cry and thinking, oh god, I'm crying again because I'm so, like. That's I thought what I, I was do. the only one. And then I just remember watching you get that tissue out of your bag, and I thought, oh no, face crying, it's good. And then you passed it to Chris, and I'm like, oh my god, Chris is crying. And I, and and because I had to look at Chris, who was like just down there, and I saw the three people behind Chris crying, and then the I believe that was Sam, Sam Steve. Steve, and. Um, Somebody else. I forgot who the third Neil. one was. Neil. No, no, Neil. No, Neil. But, but yeah. seeing them crying and then looking in front and just kind of seeing the shoulders of like Kate if, going. And I'm like, what is happening? I've said this before and I'll say this again. Every emotional experience I have had in a horror in, in a horror festival, Kate has been there. She's like the instigator of emotional damage for me. So I know if she's going to be watching a sad film, I'm going to probably end up crying at the same time. It's like the third or fourth film we've had to have a hug after because we've just been so broken. 
I just thought, like, as far as experiences go, I don't think that's an experience that many people... No. Like, at a horror festival... <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not even thinking that he probably thought that was going to happen, to be honest. And I think the way that we were moved maybe moved him a bit as well because mm. he was, bless him, a hot mess up front as well while we were all a hot mess watching him being a hot mess. Another one, though, that outside of that film, such a happy, yeah. friendly, like, joyous character. <laughs> so to have that kind of, like emotional like this is therapy this is therapy his magic show beforehand his card tricks and his magic show was absolutely top notch yeah it was yeah, exactly that ex- the entire experience behind that film from like having the magic tricks to watching a film to feeling yourself like losing it to then actually completely being a mess to then having that entire cathartic session where he's crying, we're crying, Mitch is crying, everyone's crying, and then like twenty minutes later, people are still sobbing. The rest are like, oh. and then do you not even remember the next morning we were sat having breakfast and we started talking about it, and then we're like, oh my god, we're going to go again. <laughs> we're going to start crying again over a bloody film. It's so good. It's so it good. Des- deserving um, number one. It is a deserving number one, and I. You were right, it wasn't in my top ten. Complete oversight. I fucked up there. I am glad this made the number one cut. And if I could take it all back, I would um have one of my films in there as well that is in there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm I'm glad. I think that's good. Good year for films actually, good year. Really, really difficult yeah. to pare down. As I say, apart from it sounds like it was easy when I say it. the top. We had a top eight that was fairly easy to get, mm-hmm. and then the last couple of slots, none of us had picked the same film at all. So we had eight of eight other films vying for the final two slots. Shall we just have a quick rundown, not going into detail, but just listing of what our top tens actually were? No, no. I think we should. No. There seems to have been an oversight. There seems to be something missing. Why don't, why don't you just mention the one that you want to mention? No. You did put Stop no it. in there. How because you... it is rubbish. Not rubbish. It is not it's, a very good it's film. It's not rubbish. It's not a top yes, ten it is. worthy yes, film. Yes, it is. I number two. Yes, it is. No. Because if that was made by anyone other than Jordan Peele, no. you wouldn't give a hey, shit about hey, it. And that's a reality. Excuse you walked me. into that I, film I, with I... blinkers on. Bloody blinkers. It could have been anything. It could have been a bloody turd that a small chihuahua was slowly eating with its parents' fingernails. And you go, oh, yeah, oh, God, the commentary behind this is incredible. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Who the fuck are you to tell me how I should feel about a film? T- Mr. Uh, no, no. I am not taking no, 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 abuse. No. I am not taking abuse from somebody who has won the least amount of films on this okay. podcast. Wait one second. Wait one second. You can't ask me who I am to tell you how you should be a feel about a film when you're telling us that we're wrong for not putting no up in our top ten. You're doing exactly the same. So, hypocrite. No, Much. No, no. It's a good film. It's not a top it's not, ten film. It's not a good film. I, I disagree. See? I disagree. There's the spectrum of I it. disagree. You're and that's fine. You can disagree. You can disagree. You think it's top ten worthy. Chris doesn't, but he thinks it's a good film. I didn't really like it. 
I cannot believe. So it was definitely, but you, you know no, listen to me. I cannot believe, and not only did it not get into the top ten, you are now giving me shit for wanting it in the top ten, knowing who I am. I'm supposed to be your friend. I laid out cheese for you tonight, and sausages and baked goods, well, and this is the reception I'm my getting. My films did not get into the top ten. Because you're tasting I'm having a bitch fest. Her Sarah, was it? Was it shit? It's, yeah, I liked Sarah. I liked Sarah. Did they top ten? No. That's your number one, Mercy, wasn't That's, it, this year? No, 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 my number one was... Uh, uh, well, no, we're not going into either of those things. Anyhow. But, you know, honestly, it was a, apparently a fair um, assessment of the top tens. And some of yours didn't make it, some of mine didn't make it. All ten of Chris's <laughs> made it. Oh obviously. my god, I was, I was still on there. Um... But yeah, there was there was films. I, I love that. I was still on it. You were the one who wanted to talk about it there, and then you realised you were in the wrong. No, I'm just tired of hearing the male voice you... now. Oh, oh, I'm just going to say one film that I can't believe didn't make it into the top ten. Can I we... hope he gets this speech. By the way, no, I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go mental over it. But we saw it. We saw it at two festivals. Absolutely adored it. Something in the Dirt didn't get into the top ten. No. Not a top ten movie film. I think it is. Their best film. Well, See, there you go. Off where well, you don't think. That's yeah, fine. that's it. That's just a reality. You know, we all have different opinions. But I think a very enjoyable and worthy top ten that we have came to in the end, though. This ended... On a down note, no. now I'm upset and hurt. Shall we have a little note? Would, uh, the betrayal shall we, uh, shall we end, it up, end up on a, on a happy note? Is there anything else you'd like to note of one of your highlights of the horror year? Yes. For its pure ridiculousness and stupidity and apparently not the film that was supposed to have been made, Incels on a Ledge. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that deserves a mention for being the most misinterpreted, <laughs> misinterpreted the, film of the all le- time. The ledge, yes. I genuinely enjoyed the shit out of that film <laughs> because of how insane that villain was. It's mental, and over it? the top. So, um, it's, it's about the, in the Q&A, the director came out and went, I did not write that. I did not write this film. <laughs> this is nothing to do with me. Okay. What about you, Mercer? Anything you, any personal highlights from your horror year? I think my personal highlight is no, not making the top ten for twenty twenty two. Fine. No, um, I, I think my highlights this year have actually been uh, the festivals that um, we've been to, particular, particularly Soho. Yes. this year. Um, that was I mean, def- that has been my favorite yeah. festival of two thousand. I've always loved Soho, but the, this year they, it just there was something about it. I think the quality of films, the Polaris, um, the quality of films, the people that were there, um, not just like the guests, no, but, no, um, like attendees, like the actual yeah. people that are there, um, and the the feeling of like I've said it before, Togetherness. I'll say it again. I feel like it's just. A collection of people who want to be together, yeah, and everyone's happy to talk and embrace each other, yes. even if you don't talk to everybody. Agreed. What about you, Chris? There's, there's only one. If anyone can't guess what my my <laughs> highlight this year was, as I veered dangerously close to getting a restraining order, actually getting to meet Andy Burton 
and also go on the piss with Adam <laughs> was very much a highlight, I'm sure, for all three of us. Honestly, it's the first time I've heard you mention this. <laughs> yeah. Andy who? Andy who? <laughs> one of the nicest guys. Must have saved his life. This, and uh, Mr. Bitten, when you listen to this, which you will, do not forget, you're killing me in your next film. <laughs> or just so in I real life, we ta- I thought we were talking about, like, movie highlights, not highlights, highlights. Cause well, you've if, had yours now, so... Well, no, but if it was a highlight, highlight, then it, it's probably going to be, again, the whole of Soho in terms of magic tricks. You can't steal someone else's highlight. But it is magic tricks, creepy... Cr- I'm talking about what Mitch did with creepy crawlies and coming out in a bear, in a polar bear suit. That was fucking funny. And watching Graham Skipper get mauled by a dog, but not really mauled by a dog, on his introduction. Oh, that's my highlight. Having <laughs> Graham Skipper call me out. <laughs> yeah. On screen, because I'm a, a creature. Oh, a disgusting... Are. Creature. You are. He's got your nail there. He's got you pegged. He made me, yeah. made me moist, he did, with is, that. Is there any um, films that you're looking forward to in 2023 yet? I, I am actually looking forward to Scream 6. I, yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm going to hold my hands up and say, um, obviously, we all must have felt the same, that Scream 5 isn't that fantastic. It did make it onto any list. No, but I think um, the more it, I don't I even think it grows it on me. List, if it, I'm guessing. It's growing on me. Um, but I am interested to see where we're going to take the franchise, yeah. moving it away into a bigger set. Mm. Um, so that 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 does appeal to me. And there's something else that's happening. There's a load of things coming out. I think. Oh yeah, good. Megan's out next year. Megan, Megan. Oh, I don't know. That doll scares me. Very much looking for that. The trailers have been it, amazing. It just. It. I mean, I know it doesn't have bones, but it looks. She looks like she's got no bones, and it weirds me out. Which is that weird dance thing with her arms. Don't like that. No. No. And of course, Tragedy Girls too, because. Tyler's going to get that made this year, right? You're going to manifest it into existence. Maybe we'll be looking at another VHS film. Evil Dead new entry will be next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might be good. Might be. I feel like we're missing something. Something big. We are missing something really, really big. Do you know what it is? Obviously not. (laughs) That's why I'm saying we're missing something. It will come to us as soon as we finish recording, I'm sure. It's Mercer's sex tape. Yes, he said really That's big. That's already help. been released. It's available on Hulu. Beat a match. <laughs> Beat a match, yeah. Um, the Exorcist. Knock on the cabin. Oh, uh, knock okay. on the cabin. Yeah. Yes. Um, Very much looking forward to that. I'm interested in Knock on the cabin. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, you know, um, it, his films have been very hit and miss. So to see where that goes is going to be quite interesting. I'm not going to lie to you. I still I still enjoy his films for what they are. I I take them as he's doing them. I don't. I know the old ended a bit ridiculously, but it didn't. It didn't dampen the enjoyment for me. The village didn't dampen the enjoyment. Um, the visit didn't. I I like his films. I really do. Oh, oh my gosh, we've got Winnie the Pooh as well, Blood and Honey, at some point. Yeah, I don't think that I am looking forward to that. <gasps> The Meg 2! Yes, all cooking bear. Cooking bear. Yes. Be good. Yeah. Bowie's afraid. How did we forget that one? 
Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, now we're just going to list every single film. Yeah, well, no, but come if, on, if anyone, sorry, Aston, if anyone wants to listen to the, if anyone wants to listen to the rest of the uh, podcast in their own time, you can oh recreate it by list, reading through the IMDb release schedule. I'm just going to say because obviously the one film that we're missing for, which I know that you're going to cream over, so ten. Yes. Give me some John Kramer in oh, my teeth. He's in it. He's in it. Right, and on. Yeah. The, on that, I'm going to stop anyone reading any more films off the list of releases. Oh, my God. Mercer, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> would you like to wish the folks a happy new year? Have a happy new year. Faye, would you like to wish everyone a happy new year? Not really. Fine. Yeah, happy new year. I joke. I know you do. Before we go, our socials, should you wish to contact us or reach us, you can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at SpitGrades. We're at iSpitGrades on Facebook. Or you can email us at electricpossums at gmail.com should you feel the need to do so. Please rate, review and subscribe because every little bit does help. We will be back in the new year with a whole new series of not only Prime Scene Investigation, but also our Versus episodes. We were working out the other day. We've got a whole slew of categories still to come. So we hope you're looking forward to that. And... If we don't speak to you before, please do have a very happy new year and we will see you all in 2023. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.